Welcome, everyone, to the Ekinkar Soul Adventure Podcast. I'm your host, Heather Devari. Now, get ready to raise your spiritual IQ because today we get to explore two of my favorite subjects spirituality and animals. Yes, from our furry four legged friends to feathered fowl, have you ever wondered how do animals fit into the spiritual scheme of life? If you have a pet, you already know the deep bond of love that can exist between humans and animals. The Eck teachings say this bond of love is possible because you are soul, an expression of divine love in a human body. But guess what? The Eck teachings also say animals are soul too, a particle of God sent here to gain spiritual experience. For this reason, divine spirit will reach out and touch them in just the same way that it reaches out and touches you. That's a quote from a fascinating book, Animals Are Souls Too by Sri Harold Klemp. He's the spiritual leader of Ekinkar. Now, I bet for many of you, this statement is just confirmation of what you've already experienced, the unconditional always happy, super cuddly love you get from your animal companions, that is an unmistakable soul-to-soul connection. And this love extends beyond house pets. Thanks to the internet, we've all seen the heart-to-heart connections between people and animals in the wild, which brings us to our story for today. Meet Susan Miller. She's a longtime student of Ekinkar, resident of Minnesota, and a lover of animals. Well, most animals, as you'll see. Susan gave a talk at the Temple of Ek, where she shared an experience with a grieving goose who receives a gift of divine healing and how their unlikely friendship helped her to open to more of God's love. Please enjoy this heartwarming goose tale. My husband and I live on a pond, and one morning several years ago, I woke up to the sound of screaming geese. And across the pond, this battle scene was taking place between two geese trying to protect their eggs from a fox. And the fox wanted the eggs, and the geese were just not cooperating. The female goose stayed by the nest while the male goose had his wings out, and he's trying to drive back this fox, and he's charging at him, but the fox is not going to give up. He comes back again and again and again. Finally, he found a way around the male goose, and all the eggs were lost. But still, this battle continued into the night, and by morning, not only had all the eggs been lost, but the male goose had also been lost, and now the female was all alone. And I watched her for days as she was just swimming alone in the pond, obviously in emotional pain. You know, first her eggs are taken, then her mate, there's nothing left. And I was watching her from the bedroom window, and she saw me, and she started to climb up on the embankment, and then she sat on the edge of our lawn. Now, I have to say that at the time, geese were not my favorite creatures. They they are very messy, very loud, and they can be really mean when they want to be. So I really didn't want her on the lawn. But, you know, I could tell that she had this intense sorrow. It was so strong, I couldn't really ignore it. So I knew she needed some kind of comfort and help. So I went out and I tried to feed her some corn, but she would not eat it. 
So inwardly, I just said to her, you know, I know you're in pain, and if you need to be here for comfort, um, that's fine. You can stay as long as you'd like. But then I got this nudge to sing out loud this beautiful love song to God, Hugh, from my window. The song of Hugh is actually a reflection of the God sound that flows through all of life, and because it's the living pulse of God, everything responds to this sacred sound. It not only attunes us to the act, it joins us all together in a bond of God's love. Hugh had been so healing in my own life, I thought, well, okay, maybe it would help her to hear it. Well, as soon as I started to sing, she immediately got up and she started to walk toward the window. And I was surprised, but I kept on singing and she came all the way up to the window and she stood there and she just tilted her little head and she looked into my eyes and she just stayed there As long as I sang you, she just listened. And as I was singing, I could feel this really special connection pass between us. It was like this sense of trust and understanding and compassion. We, We were just two souls meeting on the common ground of God's love at that moment. Well, eventually I had to leave for work, and I didn't think I would see her when I got home, but there she was, just sitting at the edge of the pond. And every morning after that, I'd open the window, I'd say, good morning, and she'd tilt her head, and she'd wait and listen until I started singing you, and then she would slowly get up and stand beneath the window and just gaze into my eyes as I sang. This literally went on for weeks. No kidding. Then suddenly one morning I got up and she was gone. And I missed her because I'd come to really care about this little goose. I felt really differently about her than I had in the beginning. Well, about a week after that, I woke up to the all-too-familiar calls of a goose courtship ritual. And I knew my little goose had returned, and she brought with her a new mate, and soon they had a new nest, and we had a lot of little goslings that summer. But for a long time, every few days, I would find her just standing outside the window, looking in, waiting for me to open it up and just sing out loud this sacred love song to God. And I realized that through sharing Hugh, we had both been changed. God's love was working through this little goose to show me a place in my heart that was ready to be free of judgments of all of God's creatures, right? I found a little bit more of God's love in my own life. And on the other hand, it was divine spirit working through me to be a vehicle of love for this little soul. So Through singing you, she was able to heal her own heart and make a new life for herself. And this experience really showed me how Hugh really is the key to spiritual living. Whenever we're consciously singing it, we're opening our hearts and consciousness to life and we're aligning with this greater reality, one that will accelerate our spiritual unfoldment and ultimately reveal a greater vision of ourselves and of the world. And that can change everything. It's such a sweet example of the spiritual principle that all of God's creatures are soul and the boundless power of divine love to create these little miracles. Well, it's your lucky day because there's a spiritual exercise for that. What is a spiritual exercise? So simple. It can be anything you do with all of your heart, like taking care of your pet, or even a plant. We're going to do an exercise in this next segment of our podcast called Try Your Wings. 
It's a simple exercise to appreciate the animals in our life and help open the heart. If you have a pet, love your pet. Love it a lot. As the love comes, let it pour through you and show your love by how you treat your pet every single day. To work with an open heart is to love or care for something or someone more than you do for yourself. That's a quote from Animals Are Souls Too by Sri Harold Klemp. One of my favorite ways to open my heart is by singing Hugh. I do it every day, often with one of my kitties glued to my lap. Hugh is a sacred sound, an ancient mantra that belongs to all people, regardless of background. In her story, Susan called the Hugh the God sound that can attune us to divine love. You can also help expand your awareness of the everyday miracles happening around you, not just with animals, but in all areas of your life, like work, health, and relationships, human and otherwise. But don't take my word for it. Give it a go and find out for yourself. We're going to do a brief one-minute Hue song. Feel free to join in and see if it resonates with you. So get comfy if you can. Maybe think of a person or a pet that you love. Let's begin with another quote from Animals Are Souls Too, which says, The law of love is the great principle of life. Its simplicity is amazing, for it's summed up in the statement, Soul exists because God loves it. In other words, all life exists because God so wills it. This is the very foundation of life the whole philosophy of Ekankar. I find that I'm a much more balanced person after 20 minutes of singing the sacred sound. Hugh is my number one tool to thrive and rise above my thoughts and emotions so I can see the events of my life from a higher perspective. And like anything, the more you practice, the better it gets. To keep my heart open throughout the day, I love the free Hugh app. There's a 20-minute recording of thousands of people singing Hue, similar to the one you just heard. I usually listen or sing along. There's also easy instructions and a beautiful video called Miracles in Your Life. If you want more life-changing, spirit-charging exercises that can enhance your soul adventure, whatever it may be, check out ekinkar.org and the show notes for tons of free resources. And if you're craving more stories of love, companionship, and spiritual gifts from our animal friends, there's a link to the book, Animals Are Souls Too, also in the show notes. 
Thank you so much for listening and lots of love on your soul adventure. <laughs>